0: This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I was on the radio for a little bit last week, a couple hours, had a good time doing that. Guess what I was doing just before I started the podcast? Well, I was um, harvesting some fresh vegetables out of the garden. It's a hot mess out there. The uh, I didn't. I never grown melons before. We've got uh, honeydew cantaloupe. I gotta look into when I'm supposed to pick those. They look like they're ready to me. Uh, I would think we would enjoy them more ripe than not, but I don't know if if you've ever had uh, food, particularly fruit. Tomatoes, technically, are a fruit. When you have that right off the vine, it's a little different experience. It really is. Well, And there's some, you know, I don't know, I want to say, like, the tomato is so uniquely different. I don't know if I feel that way. Uh, although, I do think they have a much better flavor than the store-bought tomatoes. I don't know if that's a function of, you know, over-farming and soil depletion you hear about. I'm not sure if I agree with all that. But you would think that it would at least be partially true when you look at how... Uh, nutrients affect other organisms, right? All I know is a dog on tomatoes with a little. Um, it's actually a healthy white bread. If you can imagine that, it's uh, high in fiber, low in carbs, like a net zero kind of bread. But, you know, it's not the best thing, but if you can have a tomato sandwich, you got to have it on white bread. As far as I am concerned, and I don't eat a lot of bread to begin with, so I let myself kind of splurge with that a little bit. And hooey, good stuff! Grab some peppers out of there, some green bell peppers. And uh, like I said, we look into when the when the uh, the melons are going to be ready to pick. I can't wait. And here's another thing. So here's what I'll do with the melons. More than likely, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Since so I'm I got to get get this done. If they're ready to be picked, I'll probably go pick them tomorrow morning, take them off, and uh, eat them right then and there for breakfast, fresh like that. At you know, uh, off the vine temperature too. Not all chilled and. Like it's some kind of uh, dessert or gelato or something. It's not really how it's meant to be. I'm not bagging. I have a buddy of mine who's big on not um, refrigerating fruit, and I get it. I don't feel quite as strongly about it. I'm just saying that it's much better when it's that kind of fresh. It really is. So uh, it's finally it's finally coming together. I um I started to say the garden. Uh, I, I put the the melons in the first time I grew them. And they took off on these. I got these plants. I went to get uh, some bushes for my rain garden, the butterfly bushes, which were also doing fantastic. Everything I planted, nothing that I grew has taken off, with the exception of morning Glories, which I'll tell you about. But everything's going great that I bought, including the, these uh, melons that were just all, like I, they, I think they were like two for one. They looked half dead. But I knew you could, if you plant them, get them watered. I got a little method to my madness. I've been working that soil a little bit. Well, I overdid it. It blew up. It consumed the whole garden. I couldn't believe it. Like, it's pretty much killed the tomato plants. These It's unbelievable, really. Like, holy cow, what happened out here? No additives or anything like that. Pretty remarkable. Uh, so, anyway, in the meantime, I, I can't even get in. Like, there's no lanes. or I can't get in there. I'm going to have to cut my way in as I go to, to harvest this stuff, which there's way more than we're ever going to eat. I'll give it away to the homeless. Probably not, but. You know, if somebody needs it. I'll I'll offer it to them. I guess, but um, anyway, it's a good time. I'm very very happy about that. Uh, exciting stuff for us after all the work that we put into it, and finally being able to have something to show for it, and uh, hopefully get something enjoyable out of this. I want to get today to today's intelligence brief. You know, we're living in a world of nonsense. I try to bring a little bit of an intelligence. You're not know, going to always agree with me. I, I definitely don't always get everything right. You know, I'm getting information, learning new things every day just like you. What I try to do is just share it to you in a way that hopefully you can say, you know what, you know, half of what you're being told or more is completely fake. Not completely fake, um, uh, but manipulative for very uh, dangerous reasons, malicious reasons. So I'm just trying to expose that and shed light on all the information, if that's fair enough. I want to get to that because one of the areas that we're being wildly manipulated is in the area of our culture. What does all that mean? Well, we're being pitted against each other in simple terms. and They're doing it on purpose. And I think it's important to recognize. Like what was just recently going on at, um White House Correspondent talking about the – a uh, white girl beat up by the group of black girls, I think. I wouldn't watch. I just can't watch any more of that stuff. Um, it bothers me too much. So, of course, white people get riled up. But you know How could you not get riled up? Parents get riled up. Hopefully some black. I saw it was a black guy. I saw it posted. He was riled up, too. Well, you look at what happened down in Alabama, and they're posting you know, these white people beating up this black dude for asking him to get out of the way, and then, you know, that gets everybody all riled up, too. Now, what do you say? Well, we shouldn't be watching that? Are we going to censor it? No. I don't think so, but I don't think that it should be manipulated either. And so I'm going to do what I do and do my best to continue to do that. I have been enjoying the three-day-a-week format. I didn't get any feedback on it from anybody. Um, I'd like to know if you have any thoughts. Do you miss the other two days? I don't know if I'm going to change back even if I do. I'll tell you what, I'm getting out of it. I feel much more organized, uh, better energy level. It's just much more manageable for me. How's that? I'll leave it at that. Uh, I want to give you a little update on some of the things that I said last week. How did it pan out? Let's see how we're doing in all this uh, hunt for the truth. <clears throat> um, anyway, before I get into that, I want to mention one other thing I'm going to be talking about next week. And that is the technological information revolution going on right now. Man, I could write headlines for CNN with that kind of bombastic talk, right? Uh, but I really feel that way. I've been telling you I've been using AI daily. And I got a a, a nice email from one of our good friends who uh, 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 led me to something called Web 3.0. And it's not like a a software update. It's not like, you know, next week we're going to have Web 3.0. It's the industry moving in a certain direction. And that direction is one that's very decentralized. I just learned this. What's an example of this? If you look at what's going on on Twitter, I think it's a fine example. They're going to pay everybody. Who's on the, So if you participate on the platform and advertisers want to pay because the, 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 the value in Twitter is your presence there, they're going to share that money with you. It's remarkable when you think about it. Now, I have another whole theory on this. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to be a sustainable model. I really don't um, for a variety of reasons. I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong. I don't know if the payouts are going to be, be that valuable. I could be wrong. I mean, how much really are they going to pay you for being on Twitter? I mean, you think about it. I mean, what's the real value of that? The value is in the numbers. That's why the company makes a lot of money. But they actually want to share the money with the creator. I don't want to sound negative on it, by the way. I'm saying to you, I don't know what the future of it takes, but it doesn't really matter for right now. The next step, of the direction it's going is decentralization. And it's a natural progression. And I could give you so many examples of this, of industries that are going to be completely upended um, by new businesses coming in and and using AI to move forward. And I'm hoping to be one of them, put it that way. And as far as the Web 3.0, as I uh, dipped into that a little bit, I'll I'll give you more on it next week so you can understand it a little bit better. But uh, I think I'm going to heavily consider giving a run on Twitter. Uh, This kind of thing is exactly for some – I mean, look at all the content I'm putting out. I got a podcast description, links, website, you know, hours and hours of, of podcast ten, uh, content. That sure, there's people making money off of It's just not me. You know, if you go, if you listen through, uh, you know, Google Chrome, uh, which is fine. I know a lot, a lot of people do listen through their Podcasts, I do occasionally as well. Well, there's ads on there. Is there? Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Here. Is there ads on the Google Podcasts? I don't know why it doesn't take you directly there. Isn't that a weird thing about Google? I don't see any ads here, oddly enough. That's interesting, huh? Popular and trending. Uh, That's very interesting that they have their own list there. How's that get manipulated? We'll never know. Why would they be manipulating it? No conservative podcasts on here. I don't see any evidence of that. They're not pushing that. You can be uh, rest assured of that. Well, anyway, I don't know what they're doing with the advertising with the podcast, but a lot of content that gets put out there, and there's others ways as well. So anyway, I'm looking forward to giving you an update on the, on the technology. We'll talk more about it next week, some of the things we're doing right now. Uh, what did I talk about last week? Well, I talked about the economy, I talked about the election, and I talked about e-climate. Economy, election, e-climate. Why do I always say e-climate? Well, just so it kind of rhyme with economy and election, really. I thought maybe it would catch your attention in a weird sort of way. Anyway, <laughs> and it's kind of like a, it's a scam. That was kind of the other tie, like E as in digital but not reality, the whole climate scam. Uh, well, let's start there. Is it, has it been a climate scam? Am I off base with that? I don't know. The weather's been the same. Check it out for yourself. Yeah, people say no. I, I, I could tell you so many stories about this. It's absolutely laughable. Anybody saying that there's any measurable difference is full of nonsense. Uh, here's one for you, by the way. I saw, um, well, I think I'm going to talk about this this week. I think I'm going to give you an update. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag now. Um, I think we're going to talk about it Friday. I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, there's this nut job uh, senator, if you're where from, Vermont, Vermont. And he's up there talking, I've been coming in front of this body every year for 900 years. And he's saying that um, that the radiation that's now penetrating the earth is like, 20 Hiroshima bombs absorbed by the ocean every minute or some crazy statistic. And then, in my research, I happened to find a uh, propaganda report talking about the simple analogy. If you put a, a, a pot on a gas stove, not that any of us are using those dirty things anymore, but if you had one... And you put the empty pot on the gas stove, and you put the, a full pot on the gas stove, and you turn them on for, for one minute. You go to touch the bottom of the empty pan, what's going It's going to be hot. The one with the, with the water in it, it's not. So the one with the water can absorb a lot of heat. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> the climate Nazis got us in a corner here. You don't say. Mm. So what does that mean in practical terms? Well, it means that even a small rise in ocean temperatures means that there's a large amount of heat that's hitting the Earth. Well, well, well. It's hard to argue with that rationale, but there's a couple of big problems with the theory that they tie it into, which is climate change is man-made, and the answer that is solar panels, which is a bunch of bunk on both fronts. What am I talking about? Well, first of all, they don't know what the temperature of the ocean is. They really have no idea. Currents move differently. Uh, I've talked about this quite a bit. Even the, the average air temperatures, there is no way to exactly determine the temperature. If you don't believe me and you want to do a little test of your own, you can pretty inexpensively buy a little infrared thermometer. just point, click, it'll give you the temperature. They're not highly accurate, but who knows what the accuracy of these temperatures readings that we're getting. They're not regulated. They're all around the world. They're all being checked and regulated to make sure they exactly match up. Sure they do. Anyway, get yourself one of those digital things and just walk around your house. Tell me what the the exact temperature of your house is. There are simply too many variables to do it accurately. And there's a a code on this, by the way, for um, heating and cooling, an ASHRAE standard. Don't ask me to tell you what that acronym stands for. Might have changed by now, but... It used to be that uh, the official measurement was taken in the middle of the room, five feet above the floor. Okay, I get that. That's a more controlled, right? Uh, you get a much better answer on that. In terms of calculating the temperature of the earth, uh, even if you took a constant reading in the exact same place, it fails to take into account cloud cover, which is random and going to have a big random effect on the temperature reading that you're getting. Can't possibly do it. Okay, you don't believe me. I'm not a scientist. They are. They're telling you that you got, you know, Nagasaki 7.0 blowing up 45 times a second, and it's warming up the oceans. Well, then I read about this. Get the heck out of here. Did you know that there was an underground volcano that erupted? They don't tell you about that. And you see, I got to wonder about that kind of thing, especially, I don't know where it was. You know, what was the proximity to Hawaii? Those fires, could they have anything to do with underground lava tubes or anything like that maybe causing these fires? I don't think so. But if an underground volcano went off, would that impact the ocean temperature at all? Is not like a, a, a volcanic eruption, like multiple uh, atomic bombs going off at the same time? I don't know. But somehow this guy, this senator, he knows. He knows exactly how much energy entire oceans all around the world are absorbing. Can't explain to you why if you go to um, Ellis Island, I almost forgot there. That wouldn't have been good. You know, where the Statue of Liberty is. You know, she's got her arm up. Back in the days when we were proud to be American, back at the Statue of Liberty, it stood for liberty. Anybody remember what that means? We used to have these virtues in this country. It was cool back then. People, people you know, people would get a little teary-eyed looking at the Statue of Liberty back in the day. I'm surprised they haven't taken it down yet, though. It's probably, She's way past her prime. Or as I can tell, I mean, nobody's even talking about liberty anymore. Certainly not Joe Biden. Anyway, how come the climate Nazis can't explain to you why the the water level at at Ellis Island has remained the same? Why why isn't it underwater yet? Well, 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 I don't know. I can't explain it. Bridges, docks, all these different apparatus. The other weird thing that I saw was, uh, oh, I got to look into this. I'm going to take a break because I got to research this real quick and I'll be right back. Well, I'm glad I checked because I would have looked a little foolish. The story is that the Panama Canal is all backed up. I think I heard, I want to say 2,000 ships. That doesn't sound, that sounds like an awful lot. But uh, they're not moving. And the, and the excuse was because of climate change. that There's been a drought. They don't have enough water to, to, to feed these locks. I thought, wouldn't it be salt water? And lo and behold, it's not. That would, For me to say that would have been uh, showing a lot of ignorance about the Panama Canal, which was true. I'm glad I looked into it before I started opening my mouth. So it could be by a draw, but I still find the whole story very skeptical because uh, I find it hard to believe that they're emptying those locks out every time. A very interesting thing I'd like to learn more about, and let's put it that way. I don't want to put skepticism where it doesn't belong. Like I said, there's so much false information out there. So, you know, who knows? Maybe we're not going to be able to enjoy uh, our goods from China or wherever they're going there. I, I feel like the, the largest backup was on the... Um, Atlantic side, but I don't know why I felt that way either. The, uh, the story about um, Maui is just unbelievable, what we're hearing about that, how they've pinned that on climate change. And it's just another way, that, a massive way that misinformation has been used to manipulate people. They're afraid to go outside. They're afraid to do anything, making people crazy. People, a lot of people are believing this nonsense, and I believe, I believe it casts a lot of doubt for everybody, really, on some level. People screaming and carrying on, ramming it down people's throat. It's become so dystopian. I don't know where to start. The economy, uh, there was a big treasury sale uh, last week. Definitely some signs of strain from little pieces I picked up, but nothing catastrophic, nothing to report there. So apparently we can just borrow away. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a list. He said, you know, um, mortgage rates going up, but it was, despite that, you still can't buy a house around. Your house goes on the market, sells very quickly. There's been a bit of a slowdown. The cost basis has changed wildly on the house that we live in, the area that we live in, uh, probably nearly doubled, really. Um, We couldn't afford to live here if we had to buy today, put it that way. We're lucky we got in when we did. What's the answer to all this buy assets, which is what everybody with cash is doing? They're converting it. Um, There was another report, Saudi Arabia buying everything, China A big story about their uh, um, real estate group with American assets filing for American bankruptcy. Pretty fascinating. Pretty fascinating. Um, And look at what Biden's doing. He's going to take care of Ukraine, not us. Uh, The election, all eyes focused on Trump. Um, I think you're going to see that pattern continue. I think it's going to be the end of CNN and MSNBC. I don't think there's any conservatives really watching cable news anymore. So who's watching this stuff? People that need medication, apparently. It's all promoted by the pharmaceutical industry, but it's not news. And it's all going to come under uh, heavy, heavy, um, uh, what do you call it, Um, competition. You know, people like Tucker Carlson, who's getting more views now than he ever did on Fox News. What does that tell you? And it's only going to get better as people get better at making the content that people want, real, authentic stuff, not AI-generated garbage. We'll see what happens. Uh we have indeed become a a banana republic. Maybe AI can help us fix the election problems. We'll see. Uh, I you know, transparency is good, and if AI can bring that to the election issue, I think it, it may be helpful, but we'll just have to wait and see. As of right now, we're a banana republic. All all you see, here's the here's the problem with the system. Remember remember this, I got involved in a political campaign so I so that I could speak intelligently about this. And I can tell you, it's nearly impossible to completely comply with the rules. And so, that means everybody who gets involved is a little bit of a criminal, and they use that dirt. There's going to be more you're going to be hearing me talk about that, but let's get into this um, this issue of the culture issues. And, you know, it's an age-old question for every generation, I guess, should we preserve the old culture, should we go to a new culture? And, you know, we don't do things. I, I ponder this question uh, pretty frequently myself for a lot of different reasons. And, uh, you know, we do not observe, for example, culture. Uh, you know, things culturally, observances that, you know, traditionally my family might have. It's all kind of falling apart. And um, I don't know. There's just things that I don't enjoy the same way, don't want to, don't need to. Um it's a little personal. I don't want to get too detailed about it. I'm just trying to say times do change. Some of it I look back and I think, you know, we should have left it the way it was. So buying liquor on Sunday has been a longstanding joke here in Pennsylvania. It's like we're still under the Quaker rule. We can't buy liquor on Sundays. like, who does that? I can tell you I'm not in favor. I just saw a new convenience store opened up uh, up the road and they have beer for sale. And they can buy beer 24-7, I guess. Is it going to make people drink more? I kind of doubt it. But is it necessary? But it may make it available where it otherwise might not be. I don't know. I just ask myself, is it necessary? I'm getting older now. But beyond all that, you know, the remembering back to our childhoods, and we don't do it the way our parents did, or we do, or we didn't, or whatever. wherever you fall in that whole spectrum, um, there's also been a huge demographic shift, as you know, age and race-wise. Uh, I think that this age shift with the baby boomers, you know, basically pretty much retiring out in every industry except politics, apparently. Um, and look at what they're leaving. Just a, a nasty mess of, of bitter fighting. It's horrible. But anyway, you've got all this kind of people going in, in separate directions. You don't have a bunch of Quakers, and right? You don't have a, an Irish community. None of the communities are the way they were. Nobody even cares about it. You know, you say an Irish joke or this or you still know some of these communities that minority status they use for just for angling politically, but otherwise it's just nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. Now, especially now with 23 and me, and you're like, I'm part Kenyan. I keep telling you guys I got a little Kenyan in me. If you saw my tan, you would understand what I'm talking about. You say, doggone, here I've always said that I was Irish. Um, my my wife was laughing. I always if you ask me, I say I'm Austrian. I'm Austrian, Italian, German, some Polish. Um, I don't know what else to be honest with you. How could I really tell? Probably a little Kenyan. Like I said, do I really care? Not really. Kind of in some ways. You know, I kind of like to know a little bit about my history. I, I never done a 23andMe or anything like that. Don't plan to for a lot of reasons. Things are changing. That's my point. And I guess whether you like it or not, right? They're going to change. What are they changing to? And that's what I keep saying. Is this the progress that we really wanted in our homes, our communities, for our families? I look at what's, what our daughters exposed. To. I said, "No, oh, I didn't want this. But, you know, I look back. I was talking about this. My exposure to pornography was at a very young age. Magazines, right? Somebody got a hold of one of these things from their dad's collection or whatever. And this is the way little boys think and do it. Was it good? No. Was it catastrophic? No. Would have been better if it didn't happen. I believe so. I believe so. I'm not going to get into those details either. But I don't think children should be exposed to that kind of thing. Let's talk about a couple other things. Here was a story: uh, Riley Gaines. She's the swimmer, right? That um, she said, you know, women need to compete with women. Uh, details: extremely traumatizing attacks from protesters. Fascinating that the people would be comfortable doing this, allowing it to happen. It's just uh, really a disgusting side of our uh, society. Um, here's some teachers complaining, accused of an indoctrination and targeted by the right. They just want to teach. So um not sure why the right, right? There the, were the, the conservatives uh, or the left in, in some ways gets blamed for all the problems in the schools. Now, um first of all, people have just gotten nastier and angrier, more demanding. When it comes to their kids, they're just completely comfortable. You know, you know, everything they say is gospel and right, and you need to do everything you can for my child. I've I've seen all this stuff. You think people are unreasonable. Gonna see how they deal with their kids. Add to that, um, there's a lot of weird moms out there. Now, not to say that there's not a lot of weird dads, but here's why I say that. Because more than ever, women are raising the children, especially the boys. Does that have anything to do with the transgender tie? The warping of family values? I don't, I'm don't. i not a psychologist to tell you this or have any study to point to. But you can't tell me it doesn't have some kind of an impact. The other thing that I don't think that our society gives credit for, man and woman were meant to be joined together largely. I enjoy being alone. I'm not knocking people who choose to remain single at all. But it takes a certain strength to do that. We were meant to be together. It's more efficient, especially when it comes to raising a family. And so for a woman or a man, really, I remember when I was going through my second door, I was like panicked. Like, how am I going to pay the bills? Right? We're going to go from two incomes to one. And uh, not too exciting. It brings a lot of stress. It causes people to react differently. And I think women emotionally generally tend to react to these things a little bit differently when it comes to their children. Is that having an impact on things? I don't know. But I know this. I've seen people act in really bizarre ways. And part of it is this in this idea that you know accused of indoctrination and targeted by the right, the teachers just want to teach. All I'm telling you is stop talking about genitalia, sex, sexual orientation, or any of that around my kid. I why don't we just take it all out of the schools? If, if it's that divisive, tell me why children need to have sexual education of any kind in school, why it's so important. You know what? If it's that important, have a take-it-home packet that the parents can sit and go over with them. It would be a better approach anyway, would it not? I told myself I want to be more stoic. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to deliver it once in a while. You know what I'm saying? It's just wrong what's happening. I am going want to blame the right. Why? How disgusting that you would be so disrespectful of my basic request. This is not an unreasonable request. It's not like I'm asking you to call my daughter a boy or something like that. All I'm telling you is I don't want you talking about this stuff around her. I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a too much of a burden at all. Let's just get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic, shall we? Not everybody agrees with that. I'd rather bring back shop, vote tech, and get dump the sex ed nonsense, and we'll solve the problem. It's like I said with the national anthem, people. I don't respect this country. I don't stand. Nobody says you got to stand for anything. It's a free country. And I said, look, if it's creating a problem, just stop playing at the sporting events. I'm a, a veteran. I'm telling you, I I don't need to hear the anthem at the football game. It's not why I'm tuning in. It does nothing for me. Seeing people stand there does nothing for me. Do I, I stand for the anthem? Of course I do. It means a lot to me. But whatever you do, it means nothing to me. Nothing at all. Stop playing it then. going to keep. Why would you, in the same way, why would you continue to force people to listen to the anthem that don't want to listen to it? If that's the case. That's wrong. That's my opinion on the matter. Why they kept playing at the sport events, I don't know. California teacher, preschool teacher, blasts innocence as toddlers should be taught queerness. This is just loudmouth. This is probably a CIA guy. He's a California teacher. Yeah. Who, know, who knows this teacher? Nobody. Fascinating right up here, uh, this culture wars uh, on, the, on the Unabomber. Do you know anything about the Unabomber? He was arguing that um, not so much technology but industrialization was our our biggest enemy that, um, you know, machines were, you know, destroying our society. Fascinating, really, when you think about how it's allowed us to become lazier and sicker to the point that it's becoming catastrophic. I, um, you know, I just said this the other day, and forgive me, it's going to sound rude, but Everybody I see anymore, we're at, is overweight. And I'm not, I've said it a million times. I think like, I'm Charles Atlas over here. I try to carry myself with a certain amount of respect. But you just look around I'm like, where are the fit people? Like, none left. Who's going to carry us around when we we'll get older? With nobody around. HR professionals explain why companies don't fire you even though they want you gone. <laughs> it's too much of a liability. And so they just make your life miserable change your job description till you quit. Uh, Philly condo apartment residents protest a bill to add sprinklers to old buildings. This is fascinating. This is a big change. I don't know if you've heard any of the conspiracy theories about the international building code and how they're going to be dictating things to you and, you know, forcing things on people from this... inner. And this is the effects of it. Now, imagine that you own a... Um, 20-unit apartment building in Philadelphia. And it's a 100-year-old building, and they say, to you know, you could to put fire sprinklers in. I don't think the average person knows or cares an iota of the problem that that creates. Matter of fact, I would say to you that in many cases, it probably be um, completely impractical to try and retrofit it in. And, in fact, I, I don't know what's changed. Uh, uh, there's parts of the building code that deal with that, that You know, you, you know the, especially in historical buildings. I don't know. But it used to be that these codes were never retroactive back like that. Now, I know for the average person who doesn't know anything about it, he's well, like, it? A bit? we're making the building safer, safer, Satan. Maybe that's why it rhymes. Satan is safer. That's what he would tell you. Safer with me. Wouldn't you be safer down here with the warm fire? <laughs> Floating around on those clouds with those seatbelt. Think about it. That's kind of an idea. Anyway, um, so the average person, is going to, it's going to be a voting issue. They're going to do it. They're going to get away with it. And they're going to bankrupt people in the meantime. But then they wonder why uh, the housing's not affordable. States that protect transgender health care now try to absorb demand. They're probably paying for it, if I had to guess. Heart attack hospital, hospitalizations at a record since the pandemic. Let me see if I can open this real quick. I was talking about this. Um, Because I've heard a lot of people discuss this. Record numbers of people have been hospitalized with heart attacks. New figures for England show that 84,000 patients were admitted to the hospital. Um, A rise of 7,000 a year. That's about 8%. It's nothing. Could it be because of the vaccine? Sure. Could it be because everybody's gotten so stinking fat? Maybe. I don't know. Speaking of drinking, California judge, older guy, shot his wife with one of his forty-seven guns. Thanks for listing that. Why didn't I wonder why he didn't he only use the one? It was it was actually a pretty uh, freaky. Call him, I think, calling into work. Saying, I shot my wife. I lost it. The reason I brought it up, all joking aside, is not really a joking matter at all. I talked about the cop last week, that was chief, in Miami, that shot himself after an argument with his wife. What's going on with all this, everything driving to the point of violence? People killing themselves, killing them spouses. It's not good. Elon Musk's ex is throttling to traffic, throttling, 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 throttling traffic to websites he dislikes. Never going to go away. As long as you're on somebody else's real estate, you're never going to go away. Um... You have to respect it to some degree. And the pornography is a great thing. Gab does not allow pornography. They pretty much allow everything else. No violence, no pornography. But they pretty much allow everything else. I don't think they're doing much throttling. Although they may be as well. Bizarre moment, a man is attacked by a furry in Huntington Beach. You know what a furry is? These are people that dress up in um, a costume like a furry costume, like a cat or whatever that they identify with, and they go out and they play in these things. So somehow this furry, I don't know what led to the attack. I think it felt like the uh, furry was instigated or something like that. <laughs> you don't wanna, Listen, if you've got to be careful around the furries, is what I'm trying to tell you to take away from this. On one hand, you're like, what is wrong with people? I'm like, who cares? You want to grow up in these costumes. Now, are they pedophiles? I'm sure somebody's going to say that. Should it be allowed to go on? <laughs> What are you going to do about it? How many people are furries? I don't know. I wonder, I'm six 6'5", 6'6". Six, six. What can I be? Sasquatch. What do you think would happen if I was walking down the beach in that? Hey! I think oh, that's Chewbacca. Maybe I could get a Chewbacca costume. That would be good. Here's a nice story for you. Mother of three struggling at the airport when a bunch of the other mothers. She was carrying like three kids by herself with a... You know, two handbags and whatnot. Where was the bum husband? Uh, she's meeting him somewhere. Have you ever seen women do that? They do. It's a good thing. Shame that more of it doesn't go on. What happened when an Ohio school district rushed to integrate classrooms? So the story is basically that they would pull out kids for advanced classes, and when they did that, they pulled out all the white kids. None of them, maybe one black kid or something like that. None. I don't think. And so it got to be kind of a joke, not really a funny joke, right? Um, now, if you could imagine uh, you know, this being uh, Asian and white in math class, you'd probably see a large preponderance of Asian. You know, the only kid in my daughter's class who's better in math is an Asian kid. So um, you, know, you could see the same thing happen in that regard. Should this school exercise some sensitivity over that? Absolutely, I think they should. The optics of that are absolutely horrible. You've Got to figure out a, a different way to. Um, I don't and I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Give it to give it, give all the kids the advanced training. That's what I would probably say. See what happens. What, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know that I'm not a teacher. Uh, what else we got here? New, Newsweek embraces the anti-democracy hard right. This is hilarious. Newsweek getting bashed. I thought they were like a liberal. Outlet. I guess they do have like a a conservative side. Uh, Mother claims she lost her job, was called anti-trans after opposing sexual ideology in schools. Uh, This is a real phenomena, Um, probably in many professions, that if you were to openly speak out, say on social media, say anti-trans at the schools, you think you're protecting your children, and turn around, you might find out you lose your job too. What happened to free speech? Top Missouri court upholds law, imposing jail time for parents over students' school absences. Not a new thing. Uh, I taught in Marietta schools before transphobia took hold. What the hell happened? So I guess this teacher is saying, hey, you know, here in the L.A. district, we used to talk about these things. It wasn't really a big deal. It wasn't really a big problem. This is another phenomenon. I think there may be some truth to this. Stay out of the local issues. Let the local school boards be the local school boards. I'll give you an example of this. Our school has a, an LGBTQ kind of segment, if you will. But I am, and we watch like hawks. I am not aware of any breaches at all, not aware of any bathroom issues. Maybe it hasn't come up. I find that a little surprising. But who's to say, really? I don't know. Uh, there's a school district not far from here where it has been a problem. but It hasn't been a problem here. Why? Should I worry about it? It's a localized issue. I'm not sure why I would care why I should factor in what's going on in L.A. schools. It does cause me concern in terms of being careful here, and we will pull our daughter out in a second. We've already talked about it. But uh, other than that, you know, why No, There's any ethical breaches at all, none that we've found. Uh, Georgia teacher who read a book on gender identity to her fifth-grade class um could not be fired, should not be fired, according to the judge. I think absolutely, should go to jail. Virginia School District defies Youngkin's rules for trans kids. The governor in Virginia, at least, apparently it's a localized issue there. He's not allowed to make any rules. These aren't rules at all. It's just guidance from the governor. This is amazing to me, this uh, this little discussion. This, ironically enough, is from Newsweek. And... um, the headline is, Are We Silencing Youth Voices? Children's Rights Include the Right to be Heard. I don't know about that at all, actually. Another, uh, you know, very troublemaking type of stance. No tool more powerful than the voice, I agree. Young people face a cultural conversation um, and news cycle saturated with doomsday scenarios, climate change, crisis worsening, mental health, and so-called COVID. These are, yeah, fake news. And is it silence people when they watch their parents speak up about trannies and then the parents lose their job? What do, what do you think the kids are supposed to say? Of course they see this stuff going on. Well, my, my wife and I just talked about it. My daughter's in anyway, so we, we not can't, We can't conceal her from it. So we're going to have to have a discussion at some point. I don't know. Our children are being silenced. I know they're not speaking up. Why? What's happened? Retired Seattle cop unloads on spireless mare. An extremist city council cop leaves and and tells them what trash they are. The political leadership in this country has gone down the tubes, but you already know that. Also, to the point of crisis levels. Am I wrong about that? I don't believe that I am. I believe in many, many places it really is crisis levels. Our county here is in absolute complete disarray. Ironically enough, the election system here in this county completely polluted we become an extension of Philadelphia. They have this uh, thing they're talking about, edge cities. Talking about this zoning stuff. Maybe we'll talk about that at a later date. I'm going to get out of here and let you get back at it. God willing, I'll be back on Wednesday. I hope to see you there. If you have anything to leave for me, info at ChristopherScottShow.com. I'll see you soon. Make it a great day.